Hello everyone, welcome back to Into the Loop. This is episode 8. I am your co-host, Rabbit Pixie, accompanied by... I am Nawaru. And, yeah, we are the Loopers. We're here to give you a grand show tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, we have some pretty interesting topics on the docket. <laughs> Um, yes. Some some things I know I didn't expect we'd ever speak about. Uh. So uh, let's start. Yes. With, what 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 do we want to talk about first? We're saving one for for later. So what let's yeah. What do we want to kick off with? Let's kick off with well, our hold on. usual. Let's let's. Here's something I've been thinking we need to do at the beginning of episodes. Just kind of like list of topics, just in case people are tuning tuning in, they don't know what we're going to talk about. Sure. So, yeah. Good so idea. So today we're gonna do we're gonna talk about the Smith slap, a little bit of Warcraft lore. I think is what yes. you said. Uh, yes. If from software should make a Berserk game, and uh, probably I don't know, maybe we'll wedge the E3 cancellation in there somewhere. Uh, we can't forget uh, the new deals on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> we are not sponsored by PlayStation Plus, but do go on. Let's hear about them. Uh, so, okay. Um, so you didn't see the new pricing of anything like that at all, right? I haven't looked into PlayStation Plus at all. Okay, so PlayStation Plus is now going to come in three different tiers. You have the original tier that is basically everything it is now. You still get the two games um, every you know month or so, and then access oh, okay. to online. Um, but uh, if now you can kind of like upgrade it, and you get this like pseudo Game Pass kind of thing where it opens up. Uh, a backwards log of PlayStation titles that you can play. It's about uh, 700 if you get the um, the biggest tier that is available now. I think it's like premium. Uh, okay. But <laughs> your mic sounded weird for a second. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're okay. Um, but if you go for the middle one, you only get about 460. And I believe it's uh, only PS4 and PS3 games. And the PS3 games are streamed only. But if you get the premium, you also get access to a large library of PS1, PS2, and PSP games. Ooh, PSP. That's, yes. That's one that we've needed more digital delivery. Because it, it, you know, it kind of came in that weird pocket where handheld games were moving into the next generation but not quite there yet and so PSP kind of got caught in the in the hard copy life cycle so uh, and there's not really any good emulators for PSP so like there's no way to play PSP games but now there is right and we can I, only pray that persona portable persona 3 portable would be one of the featured games. <laughs> uh, excuse me, um, Crisis Core. Oh my goodness, Zach Fair. Yes, the only game where you play as the best character <laughs> in Final <laughs> Fantasy history. True. Midnight Club, Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, dude, dude. 
There's some uh, Castlevanias on there as well. Yeah, there good. were. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple of Rainbow Sorrow. Six. Ooh, Rainbow Six. But yeah, I think we maybe we talked about this. Maybe it wasn't recorded, but it was might have been on a different live stream, not necessarily the podcast. But we talked about how PlayStation Plus needs to needs to move up in the world. They need to do something to add the value because the Game right. Pass, the Game Pass mm-hmm. is way too strong. And I, did we talk? Did we say this live yet? That I was gonna call that World of Warcraft is gonna go on Game Pass. That's what they're gonna announce in April. I don't. I don't think that you had said it on a podcast before. I don't think you said it on a stream before either. But yeah, you have told me that before. I I'm calling that now. It's going on the books right now. This I'm month, really hoping when when Blizzard makes their announcements, that's what they're gonna tell us. Imagine if we got WoW on consoles on Xbox. That could be it would possible. be huge. That could be possible. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think PlayStation Plus is doing the right thing. I do too. I'm happy uh, to see I that. Think, I think it's a little weak in some parts because it does not include any day one releases for any new games. Uh, oh, like okay. Xbox Game Pass does. Well, a- another big problem they have, and I guess this is kind of a remedy to it, is there's no, there's not a lot of PS5 games. And, Correct. And, yes. And that's probably due to the reason that there's not a lot of PS5s. Uh, apparently, there are. I just, I never see them. I don't know where they are. I have never seen a PS5 with a disk drive in the wild. The the ele- uh, the electronics guys at your local superstores are selling them out of the back door for a little extra <laughs> a little extra dough. Those guys in the tech department, you know, yeah. they're sitting there at the the counter, clicking their uh, snapping their fingers and nodding their head like yeah. they're in some kind of greaser movie. GameStop employees are buying them up and then reselling them on eBay. <laughs> it's, I mean, you're probably not, not, not wrong. To, not to go back to the retail worker episode, but I found out this week there's a guy, I don't know what they're called, squash mellows. They're like these stuffed animal things. There's, yes. a, there's a guy who has, that works where I work in mm-hmm. GM that's been buying all those up and scalping them on the internet. No way. Yeah, and he just got promoted to team lead. No way. Yep. That is so bad. Yep. I I get those in, and oh man, I cannot keep them on the shelves because I, people just keep knocking them over. Oh, nice. <laughs> they're, apparently, they're really popular. They are. They're incredibly popular. Specifically, the cow one. If you see the cow one, you've just stumbled into gold. I won the lottery. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's and the the coal collecting thing. I don't think is a is a new thing, but the scalping is just so out of control. You're buying stuffed animals to scalp yeah. them. Like, come on. We did talk about scalping last episode. If you did not, oh man, it's catch awful. it. It's awful. It is terrible. So if you if you buy a PS5 and you you don't even want it, 
you don't want to use it you're not even a gamer and you sell that for two thousand dollars on the internet fuck you that's right there's somebody that really wanted that that could have bought it at at a fair market price but you decided no they don't they don't deserve that they haven't worked hard enough yet i got here first and i'm gonna i'm gonna quadruple it on them it's just not cool man it's wrong go you get know it's wrong go get a job <laughs> true okay so moving on we did just kind of mention warcraft yeah when we uh were talking about game pass yeah and we have had some new revelations in the warcraft universe sylvanas did... has gotten her judgment oh yeah yeah i i don't what what do you say about it I kind of like it. I kind of almost hope that maybe, like, they release some kind of, like, scattered letters on the website of her just scribbling down notes about her journey through the mall, saving every soul that she sees. Yeah. I mean, there's a new book coming out, so maybe it'll be in that. Hopefully. I, I'm so over the Sylvanas thing. I, I really like her as a character, but the whole I'm good, I'm bad, I'm good, I'm bad, I'm good again. Yeah. Like, at least at least Arthas had the integrity to say, well, if I'm going to go bad, I'm just going to go bad the whole way. That's right. You know? Own your Arthas, shit, bro. Arthas did nothing wrong. Uh, that is not the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. that'd be a great clickbait title. <laughs> that would be a pretty good one. Um, no, I, I do kind of like it because they didn't, I think it's better than what they did to Illidan because yeah. they, they painted a better picture of what Sylvanas is doing right now yeah. compared to what Illidan's doing. And is Illidan torturing him? Is he just sitting there talking to him? Can we, What's going on? Can we also... Hold on. Put, let me point this out. Illidan, High Elf, Sylvanas, High Elf, both now in two eternal prisons uh, policing some kind of cosmic force. I believe Illidan was a Night Elf. Oh. Well, I mean, is there really that much difference? I mean, they're both mutated trolls, so... Yeah, like... Uh... He's... He, he might be a Night Elf, but he's still a Highborn. I think they're, the Highborn still existed in the old Night Elf society. I believe but, so, but yeah. But they, they, they moved away after... Before or after Shara did her dumb shit. But, anyway, I digress. I don't know. I it's I just know pa elves. Fine, elves. There's a pattern there, mm -hmm. and and Tyrande is into some weird shit. Maybe, <laughs> she, maybe she's gonna end up in some immortal moon prison guarding a loon. Maybe. Kind of. Kind of seems like what they're kind of leaning towards because, as far as I know, Tyrande is the only moon or you know moon warrior. 
Night Warrior. Night Warrior. Yeah, yeah. Night Warrior. To, uh, you know, stave off the, like, total rage and wrathful, just malicious energy it brings. Oh, really? I believe so. So she's, like, Elune's just basically Avatar at this she's point. The, she's the, the proto-Elune. Pretty much. I feel like... I feel like I I can see like all of the big characters in Warcraft becoming some kind of immortal guardian demigod things. Would make sense. And I mean, Jaina. Yeah, that actually, you think about it, that makes a lot of sense. You have Anduin for the light. You have Illyria for the void. You have Thrall for the elemental uh, or primal. Whatever it is, uh, you have. Hmm, who who would you have for death? Sylvanas. Yeah, she's already there. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Is there anything left? Uh, Illidan would be chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything left? Not that I can think of. Order? Light, life. Order is the Titans. Yeah, but who would... Cadgar? Cadgar, yeah, with Azeroth. Because, I mean, she's the only Titan that's still... Alive. Uh, yeah, alive or uh, un- unclaimed by something else. True. Actually, can we can we actually confirm that? I don't know if we can confirm that. How do we know she's the only one left? That's a good question. But, you know, there's that's that's one of those things where it's like, oh, we could just say there's more later. True. Right, right now, we only know of one, and they've only brought up one for very specific reasons. If there were others, you'd think they'd have brought it up by this point. Yeah. But, you know, it's a, you know they could always just be like, oh, no, there was another one. We just we just learned about it. It's yeah, we a- just learned about it's it. It's Azeroth's brother, Bazaroth. <laughs> Bazaroth, the evil twin. Yeah, her male evil twin. Oh, oh no! No, remember how we were saying like, what if what if the player character is like Medivh, or what if we're like Destruction and Azeroth is created? Dude, we're the other world soul. <laughs> oh yeah. The world soul of time. All right, uh, let's let's move on. I think we need to go ahead and dive into the Smith slap. Uh, okay, yeah. Before we it get seems about time. did we ever decide what top five we're gonna do? We did. We did. Oh, I forgot what it was. Tell me again. It our top five of this episode will be top five movie tie-in video games. Okay. Okay. And we we tried not to make it, you know, like the really like just boring ones that I'm sure everyone can think like Aladdin or Lion King, Hercules. I wanted to get a little bit more uh, obscure than that, so my list should yeah, be these are, these are pretty ga- fun. These are games based on movies. Yes. Um, but 
we are going to go ahead and proceed with the Smith slap first. Okay, so, so I'm going to bring up YouTube. First time ever uh, on the stream. Should I keep the loop up there, or should I take that it is, down? <laughs> that's up to you, buddy. Okay. I'll... I'll leave it up there. It looks kind of cute. Okay, so uh, <laughs> let me let me open this up for you so you can see. Yes, please. I would love to be able to see this. I have not seen the Smith slap yet. Uh, this is my live reaction. <laughs> Hashtag live reaction. All right, here we go. Whoa! Very loud. Wow! What a night, everybody! No one it's the zebra from Madagascar. This is breathing raw dog He's pretty funny. Wow. He is pretty funny. He knows how to move it, move it. Loved it. I love the part where it said King Leto got nothing on me. So, you know, he's out here just doing his doing his job, right? Being a comedian, yeah. He's hilarious. Like always. Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Oh, it's coming up. Okay. Now, if she loses. He can't win. He can't win. <laughs> he is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please. <laughs> Jada, I love you. GI Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? Now, you see Will Smith is laughing. Yeah, I mean, he's okay. smiling until he isn't. He's la well. He's laughing and clapping. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. now watch her face. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that was a that was a nice one. Okay. It's JavaScript. I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. oh. Oh. Dude. Dude. Uh, Chris is like what? Yeah. So he's just he's just doing his job, right? Right, and then he, then he come, then all of a sudden he's like, oh, uh oh. <laughs> it's, that was a, that was a nice one. Okay, I'm out here. Uh oh. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Richard. Now, I that looks pretty real to me. I've seen I mean, a, I've seen a lot of choreographed stunts before, and that that's pretty real. I don't know. I mean, look at the way he walks off. He's like, well, he's. I fucking did that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, exactly. He he was defending his wife's honor after a Chiha Jane joke. Now watch this. Out your fucking mouth! It was a GI Jane joke. I'm going to, okay? I'm going to. Oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. So what Oh man. Did you hear him? He's sitting here like Okay. Okay. Now the So he's so I, I don't know. Based on Chris's reaction, I think this is real. He and, played it off very professionally. And he, he... Well, yeah. He he had to. 
what what else could he do? He's in the middle of hosting the Oscars. If somebody comes up and interrupts him and then leaves, he has no choice but to continue, no matter how rude the interruption was. That's true. But nobody, security didn't show up. Nobody tried to stop him. Nope. They didn't kick him out later. Apparently, he resigned today. But yes, I don't trust. That just happened. I don't trust any news that came out today. To be honest. Yeah. But, but but if that story sticks around, you know. But but yeah, this is this is that's what happened. Um. So what do you? That think? isn't. That is incredible. I my thing. My think is that I wouldn't have known if the Oscars happened if it wasn't for this. <laughs> Just like yeah, many right. other people. Maybe that's maybe that's it. Their ratings are going down. But, you know, I did hear on the radio that the last year's Oscars were the lowest ever. And this year's? Oh, guess what this year's was? The highest ever. This was the second to worst. This only beat out oh. last year's barely. Oh. So, honestly, ratings-wise, it did not even really do well. It does also look like a smaller venue. The stage is smaller. The The seating is much more tight. I did see a tweet from somebody from a few hours earlier when it happened that said, Wow, this year's stage really looks like it'd be easy to jump up and interrupt on. That is a good point, but you know, okay. So we got we got a couple thing ways we can spin this. Number one, the whole thing was real. Number two, yes, they planned it, and the impact was real. Okay. Number three, uh, everything was fake from top to bottom. It was planned. The impact was fake. The sound effects were fake. The acting was just completely perfect. I I don't think I don't think that's the one. No, personally. I don't I don't believe it was completely faked. I like, I think I've seen a lot of Chris Rock, and he, most of the time he's doing his funny voice. Every you know you see you've seen him perform. A lot of people, I think just about everyone has seen Chris Rock perform. I've never seen that reaction from him. That's where true. he was he like, was very... "Wow, dude! Wow, it was a GI Jane joke." I'm sorry. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to. And then after that, he's just completely flabbergasted. So he actually takes the time to calm Will down. <laughs> so I, I think, I think some of this was real. Honestly, I think so. It definitely. I definitely want to believe it's real. I do because I like I like that Will defended Jada, but at the same time, really? I think it's I do. Okay, I, fine. I don't like time, I don't time like and Jada. a place. Time and a place, right? Right. He he should have said something after. Yeah. You can't just interrupt the Oscars. Yeah. Like, That's where I believe the line was. You're, you're disrespecting everyone there and all every single viewer, you know. And now the editing team, 
but I do I do also think that it it's very likely it was a publicity stunt. I think so. But you because I mean you can tell that Chris wasn't expecting him to slap him. Maybe uh, maybe there's a different plan. Like you're gonna come up and yell at me, and yeah. Will Will slapped him. I mean, you know? it definitely he definitely had that kind of look. Like yeah, I did that after, yeah. which makes me think he was feeling a lot of adrenaline. I mean, so, and you can hear the impact. The impact is real. Hundred percent, it's real. You know. There's, I really, really doubt that they could deep fake something like that. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe they could. Maybe that's the real scary part. I think people are taking it way too seriously. Though. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Because it's not like, it's not like he was trying to kill the dude. Well, uh, see, the scary thing to me is, and maybe this is just a bit of paranoia, but if Will Smith can get on stage. And he can slap Chris Rock, and security won't come, and no one will file a police report, even call the cops. Mm-hmm. And then Will Smith can receive an award later that day and dance his victor, dance uh, on his victory at the after party, and nobody even calls the cops. Yeah. If he can do that to a fellow celebrity, what could he do to me? If he just True. felt like it, just because I said something bad about his wife on Twitter, is he going to track me down and I'm the next one? Is someone making an animated YouTube video about this somewhere? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I don't want people to have an avenue to interrupt or cause harm to comedians or interrupt them in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, well, you know. It's it's getting to be to be okay. The, what, the, 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 here's what's being demonstrated: if you slight me or speak against me, I will aggressively come down on you in some way. Yes, and, that is where society is at now. And if a billionaire can do that to another billionaire on live television and nothing happens. What, you know what what's gonna happen to me if I run into a celebrity downtown and he you know just who knows pulls out a gun or whatever makes me do whatever he wants no and you know even if he gets arrested he can just pay pay it off yeah there's definitely worries about that like I know Tony Stewart did something here that like was kind of like fucked up I think he like broke something but it was like something big like not a bridge but maybe like a guardrail or something and then just kind of you know paid you know the th what's it called uh bail yeah uh and then just walked away from it you know yeah and that's that's government infrastructure. Yeah, you know that's that's paid for by the people. You know, yeah, he just destroyed it, and it's just like I don't, you know, I don't care if people are inconvenienced for however whatever amount of time it takes to fix it here. Just have money. True.
there I saw a meme earlier and it made me think actually like for just a moment and it was like it was a dude talking to a monkey and he said you dumb animal you do nothing and then the monkey says you pay 30% of your wages to stay out of jail <laughs> yeah yeah but if you go to jail you're not paying anything and other people are paying for you yep with their taxes yeah pretty much well there's private jails too but i mean same thing applies i thought private jails were illegalized i'm pretty sure there's privately funded jails that's very scary um i've seen that, that is i've seen that same meme and but the monkey was like uh you pay you you're the only species on the planet that pays to live here <laughs> true god damn so it. we are about halfway through the episode okay uh, should we move on to the top five uh yeah why don't you go first all right, so my number one, this again, this top five is top five movie tie-in games. And mine, my number one is Ratchet and Clank on PS4. I love Ratchet that's, and Clank PS4. That's, that technically is a movie tie-in game. Yes. It, uh, you know, come and buy a Pixelizer. Number two, I have Sponge Movie, the game, you know, SpongeBob the movie, the game. Yeah. Have you ever played it? Uh, I don't think I've ever played that one. It's actually really good. It's not as good as Battle for Bikini Bottom, but it's still very strong. We can still see your Google screen, by the way. You can? Yeah. No, you can. No one else can. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. No, I, clo I closed it on the stream. <laughs> oh, man. You spoiled me. But it's okay. Number three is Toy Story 2. But I want to say specifically for the Nintendo 64, because that's what I had it for. And I know it came out on other uh, consoles. Yeah. Num number four, I have Lilo and Stitch the video game on PlayStation 1. Okay, okay, may the force be with you. That was the first video game that I ever beat, I think, on my own. Don't hold me to that. It may have been Ocarina of Time, actually. Anyway, number five, I have Wanted. Wanted? You remember, you remember the the movie where they would, like, like kind of yeah, throw the gun and curve the bullet? Yeah, yeah I love that movie. They had a tie-in video game, and it was so good. I've never heard of that. Yeah, dude. It was on PS3 and Xbox 360, I believe. It was so good. That's That sounds amazing. I've got it. You said it was on PS3, Xbox 360? Yes, I, I believe so. I if it's on so. Game Pass. It's not. I definitely oh. would be playing it if, uh, if okay. it was. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, of uh, of wanted. Yeah, of wanted. Yeah, 
Angel, <laughs> Angel, sorry, I, I zoned out there for a sec. Uh, Angelina Jolie, phenomenal yes. actress. Oh. Morgan Freeman well, as a villain. Hello. So good. Yeah. In the game, also, you don't only curve bullets with pistols. I believe you can curve bullets with assault rifles and shotguns. You as can well. curve bullets in the game. Yeah. What? That's, it's so much fun. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I've got to play this. It is incredible. I don't know if it had a PC port, but it if it didn't, someone needs to get to working on it because if someone could like take the framework from that game and then just basically rework it, it would make an excellent kind of like open soft kind of thing you know kind of like gmod yeah it would be incredible but uh let's go ahead and hear yours okay so uh the 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 we're gonna go from the bottom here and go up um number five dune uh oh i didn't know it had a game it it does it does (laughs) And it's really, really bad. I think it was on PS2. Really? And, oh, it sucks. I I played it a little bit. I I couldn't get past like the first ten, fifteen minutes. Uh, but uh, it's it's very funny to look at and see. So if you're looking for a good meme game, check out Dune. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I also put on put down Toy Story two. That's a phenomenal uh, side-scrolling game. It, it kind of, you know, thinking about it, um, mm-hmm. there's like the RC parts. They kind of have like a Sonic feel. You're going like really fast, and uh, yeah, just a, gr- a great game all around. Son, I think you're thinking of Toy Story One. Is it Toy Story One? Toy Story Two was a 3D platformer. Oh, maybe I. Yeah. Maybe I am t- thinking about Toy Story One. It's an incredible speed game as well. E- either way, uh, Toy Story is on the list. Um, you know, a lot of these I don't think of like as just one game, but more like franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith video game. Oh my Very god! Very good. Amazing game. One of the classic 3D action RPGs. Uh, of, I, of the early days, man, I cannot believe I didn't put that one down. That was that was a PS2 game. Yeah, it was. Like, I played that game in the second grade. We we talk about people talk all that you know. PS2 is the greatest console of all time, right? People bow to PS2. Yes, and this was definitely one of the better games on PS2, one hundred percent. It is if you're, amazing. Your collection, if you had a PS2, had this game. It had Guitar Hero 3, and it had God of War 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the cool thing about that game is there's two endings. So you play as Obi-Wan and Anakin, the two main mm-hmm. characters of the movie. Um, in Obi-Wan's story, you know, it goes all the way to the end. He fights Anakin, and it ends like the movie. Yeah, but what happens when you're playing as Anakin and you win? Does it end the same way, or does something new happen? And the Ooh. the thing that happens is really really cool. 
I'm not gonna say what happens, but no spoilers because there, not everyone might have played it. Yeah, there is a secret ending. Uh, there kind of had to be, but I I really liked it, and I could easily see there there being some kind of alternate ending movie for Star Wars in the future. That would be incredible. Number two, uh, the Spider-Man movies on on PS2. Those games. Hell okay. Spider-Man 1 and 2. Spider-Man 3 uh, was not that great, but Spider-Man, well, you know, Spider-Man 1 was kind of its own thing. It was like a, a level stage-based progression. Right. Um, but there was also a lot of like outdoor open swinging. And I really like that game because I really like that movie and the game kind of has like a bunch of enemies that aren't in the movie. But it's mm. still, it's still. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Tobey Maguire's voice. So it's still Tobey Maguire, so. and he's fighting all these little side enemies in between his struggles with the Goblin. Yeah, which I think is really great. Uh, Shockers in there, Scorpions in there. Uh, uh, I played a uh, Spider-Man game on PS1 when I was little, and I believe it was the Amazing Spider-Man. It was yeah. absolutely terrifying to me when I got to Venom. Oh yeah, I dude, he made me just drop the controller and run out of the room. Yeah, Venom's super scary. Uh, but I'd I'd like to go ahead and point out that uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man Two video game I believe was the better one. Yeah, out of the three. Yeah, those that game. Everyone I knew played that game. And it was Absolutely. like one of the first open world hub type games uh, of of its of its time of its kind. Like it 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 was you know you have those games that like revolutionize everything. Like the the first three D action RPG. Life. Before Spider Man PS Four, this was the only game that yeah. really had true web swinging. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it was, you go around, you pick up missions, you go to the place, you do the mission, and you could just roam around the city. It was very GTA-esque uh, feel to the openness. And a lot of different mm -hmm. mission types for, for that time. Just a, just a generally phenomenal game. The graphics could be better, but it was still a really good game. Did it have a lot of collectibles? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. Mean, those I those kind of games kind of have to have that to keep you playing. True, even Assassin's Creed One did. They had yeah. the flags. Yeah. Um, and at the top of the list, you want you just take a guess. What do you think it is? Um, I'm gonna go with Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chaser. That's a good one, but no, I didn't. Uh, I don't think that's actually a movie tie-in. It, Is was it that, not? Was that a movie? No, that was a movie. It was a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's not Scooby-Doo. But that's a good one. I, I've not actually played a lot of Scooby-Doo games that I like. Only a few, and Cyber Chase wasn't one of them. Okay. Now, go, take one more guess. Uh, What's a big-time movie franchise that had a really big-time game? Oh, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. No, 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 no! It's not Star Wars. I already said Star Wars once. Uh, okay, Aladdin for the Sega. 
Aladdin. The one where he has the sword specifically. That's a f- dude. A phenomenal awesome, game. Awesome, awesome game. And if you you know what? If you play the Super Nintendo version, that's totally fine, dude. That's also a great game. Mm-hmm. I just I I grew up with Sega. I just like the Sega version better. But I mean, dude, everything about I I kind of want to play Aladdin right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe dude, after the stream. <laughs> yeah, after after like Aladdin is just it's such a good game. It's got good sound effects. It's got the music from the movie. It's got mm-hmm. great action platforming. Just it's got genie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anything with genie, right? Right. It's it's just a great great game there's all these like these unique things you can do like you jump on the back of a camel or something and it launches (laughs) you up you can slide down the ropes and climb stuff it's that was ahead of its time oh yeah yeah it it felt it's like 2d uncharted (laughs) that's actually a good that is a good comparison it it is um yeah that's my top five list uh good top five go play aladdin go play aladdin (laughs) Uh, I'd like to give an honorable mention to Hercules on PlayStation One. That is a, is that a, a very Disney, good one. Disney game? It is. It is. I've never played that. Hmm. I should. It's got I should uh, look at very. That. It's very animated. It's got a. What is it? It's got a moving background when it's two D, not quite two point five D, but. Oh. Yeah, it's it's it looks really good. Yeah, I'm looking Just at some that. some pictures here on Google Images. The cover art already is like, mm, I want to play that game. Yeah, very good. Um, so would you? Okay, would you <laughs> consider Dragon Ball Z Sagas a movie tie-in game? No. If it no, ties in with every movie. No. Because Dragon Ball Z is a manga. Adapted into an anime, adapted into feature film length anime things, and then adapted into a video game. Did Dragon Ball Evolution have a video game? No, not that. Well, well you know what? I got Google up right now. Let's find out. Evolution I need to know if, game. I need to know if Atla did too. Let's see. It did? No way! It did on PSP. Incredible. I can't believe this. Incredible. I I can't believe this. I feel like we're uncovering (laughs) gaming archaeology right now. (laughs) We're we're going through the crypt with our little, like, stake and hammer. And we're just digging out these crypts. (laughs) And this is a rotting mummy. I clicked the cover art image and it popped up right in the middle of the loop. Oh my god. Is it on screen right now? Yeah, it's on screen right now. Is that Piccolo back there? Yes! Please tell me that's... Yes! <laughs> I watched this movie in the theater when it came out. Oh my god. Me and Nitz- oh my god. Me and Nitzbon were in college when this came out. And we went to watch this together. And we were... <laughs> The only two people in the theater. <laughs> What's Samara doing there? It was, it was opening weekend, and we were the only two people in the theater. And I, I don't know about Samara. Oh. 
<laughs> and uh, th- that girl with the gun is Bulma, by the way. Oh, boy. Yeah, Yamcha is the dude on the right-hand side, the punk-looking dude. Okay. And and we, we, we went and we watched this, and, it, you know, it was an action movie. Uh, the, it says here, the game received unfavorable reviews. Unfavorable. unfavorable. <laughs> Quote-unquote. Um, that's all it says. It just has reception, and that's it. <laughs> There's nothing on this game. Uh, yeah, it was... <sighs> I like some parts of it. You know, when it comes to movies, for me, I'm not I'm not too hard to please. I'm kind of a brain off kind of guy when it comes to movies. Unless I really like a movie and I watch it over and over and really like dig into like all the stuff with it. Anyway, this movie it was pretty bad. So we decided to make it fun by sitting there the whole time saying, "Goku, get out of there! That guy's trying to get you. You got to get out of there, Goku." <laughs> So we did that for about an hour, and then it was okay. Oh my goodness. If this game comes to PlayStation Premium... I don't think it's I will, going to, bud. I, if it does, I'm just saying, if it does, we will stream it. What do you mean, we? I will buy an Elgato, <laughs> and I will hook my PS4 up over here. And we will we will play no. Dragon Ball Evolution. No, don't drag me into this. You mean we like you and the viewers, right? Yes. Oh, okay. But you're gonna be in call too. I no. <laughs> no. You have to. No, I don't wanna. It's scripture. It's written scripture. right here. <laughs> scripture. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no. Uh, don't make me do this. Fine. All right. You talked me into it. All right. All right. Here, you heard it here, folks. God damn. It. But that's only if it comes to PlayStation Premium. It won't. Don't expect it. <laughs> I'm on my knees. Don't expect it. Steady my hands before my face and concentrate. I gotta pray right now. All right. Let's let's move on. Dragon Ball Evolution. The uh, the oh. <laughs> The unseen topic, Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> That's on my top five from now on. <laughs> oh my god. So, I wanted to go ahead and throw out the notion that after playing Elden Ring for at least 40 hours now, I want to say this. There is nobody that is more worthy of finishing the story of Berserk than the team at From Software. And I believe that they should make a video game detailing every part of the timeline of Berserk, from Guts's birth all the way to the end battle with Griffith. Whether that is after destroying the God Hand or just whatever they feel. I believe that if anyone has done the creator of Berserk Justice, Kintaro Mira, it is has been them with the incredible references and just absolute. Do they make a lot of Berserk references? All every almost everything you look at. <laughs> it okay. is everything just gives off that sort of. Yeah, this looks like Mira would have drawn this. Well, I mean, 
they're both in the same genre, you know. Dark fantasy. Dark, dark yes. fantasy. So like, yeah, they're gonna have they're gonna share tropes. Of course, they're gonna share tropes, but it's come out that dark, uh, uh, Berserk has influenced a lot of Dark Souls and Demon Souls uh, ever since the beginning, and they've always put in these kind of reference. This isn't a one-off thing. They've always put these kind of things in. But it's just now an Elden Ring that they've really leaned into it. Yeah. And, you know, with as many Guts cosplayers that are out there in the Lost Lands, or Lands Between, sorry, Lost Lands is Turok. The Lands Between, I that's who I want to see make the most faithful ending to Berserk. <clears throat> Okay, so I have two thoughts immediately, uh, which I spoke about with you earlier. Um, the first one is, which you countered by talking about Sekiro, but like, you know, typically the From Software, you're kind of like a generic, nameless hero. Yeah, you're tarnished or which, hollow yeah. or yeah. I think I think they could go two ways with this. I think you, they could have like a, a pure guts game yeah or what if you played as like a member of the band of the hawk and you're kind of like sidelined on these events but you have to fight uh, enemies alongside them and eventually you have to fight griffith or fucking guts or whatever demons that might be cool uh i mean but, but everyone I... but everyone died in the eclipse except for guts and Casca. yeah but in this version someone else didn't <laughs> i don't I, know i, I think I it just would be want fine. a canon i want it canon that's what oh, i want okay okay yeah i mean i think i think that'd be a, a smash run hit i do too honestly and i know there is a berserk game out there but it's it's not good but i mean can, it is good it's just not great can from software do anime you know, because gotta, you got to keep the anime part of it. I don't believe so, necessarily. Really? No, not 100%. They just don't need to do CGI like the, you know, animated show did. <laughs> you know, I, a lot of people have shitted on that show. I don't, I don't think it's that bad. It's not that bad. It's just, that's not what they should do. They should do what they're familiar with. It definitely paled in comparison to the Egg of the King or whatever that, that trilogy. Yeah. Th those those three movies were great. That prequel trilogy. The mm -hmm. what is it, the Silver Army trilogy? I don't fucking remember what it's called, but yeah, that that was a really good trilogy. Are you talking about uh uh, what is it? The golden, uh, oh man. The golden uh, arc. The golden arc. Golden age. That's yeah, it. Golden, golden age, age trilogy. Those were both really good. Yeah. Uh, the sword that guts has in that uh trilogy is yeah. uh the one that's in Elden Ring. Oh, okay. Of. It wasn't really a sword. It's more like a giant hunk of iron. A giant hunk of iron used to iron iron what up iron uh 
I agree with you. I, I, I would love, I would play that game. Of course, I would play Elden Ring as well, which we're working on. Yes. We need to get you an Xbox. That way we can play together. I'm not getting an Xbox, dude. I'm telling you. I'm not Xbox getting one. is a way to go. I'm not getting one. Alright, what, what, what else did we have? So we did have E3's cancellation. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have one more thing we can talk about if we if we have to get down to the, the wire there. But yeah, I, I, here's here's the thing about E3. I mm-hmm. kind of just don't care. Like it's just same. it's not the same as it was anymore. Back back when E3 started becoming popular was when G4 TV was out there covering it, and it was more about entertainment. Of course, yeah, you got some gaming announcements, you got some cool stuff, but it's all entertainment. And these days, entertainment can be obtained in the gaming industry anywhere. You don't, yes. you don't need E3. So what does E3 become? It becomes a bunch of companies promoting stuff for a few days. Unless you're there on the floor, which uh, who gets to do that? <laughs> right. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be somebody. And, yeah, which I think is so weird because they could, that could, they could just become a convention, like a pure yeah. public, publicly funded convention where people buy tickets to get in. But Mars and, move, and and then and 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 you know since that's what it's become, just companies promoting their own stuff. The the gaming companies don't need that anymore. They don't need to pay to get on that stage and do a live thing. They can just do Nintendo Direct Sweet. changed everything. Yeah. Dude, the first Nintendo Direct, I can't remember which one it was, but I think it was like it was like around the time they were about to announce the Switch. Mhm. And then they showed at E3 live what I think it was at E3 that what the Nintendo Switch actually was. Everybody thought that it was another like version of the Wii U controller. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was Reggie, Reggie Fisame. He's like, "This is the Nintendo Switch." That was a crazy moment. But ever since Nintendo Direct came out, then we got State of Play. We got I don't know whatever Microsoft does. Sony Sony PlayStation YouTube channel releases gaming trailers every day. You know, it's yeah, it's you don't need E3 anymore. Unless it changes what it is, you, I mean the live stage show. It's it's great. It's fun. I personally love that part of it. I love watching it. I wish I could be there, but it doesn't really have a place anymore. No, honestly, I think it's better for everyone if companies just stagger out and like just. Well, they are. That's why they had to cancel it. <laughs> Nobody well, wants to come. Well, not that. I mean, they stagger out their announcements. They should announce things more frequently instead of just waiting until a convention to announce like yeah. 20 new games. Yeah. Well, Are you telling me we could be excited for these things earlier? Well, the thing is announcing in the summer what you're releasing in the winter is a really good marketing plan. That's know? what Nintendo's been doing and it has been awesome. Yeah. So but so that's what E3 was. Like this is your summer event to come and dump everything but 
the way digital delivery is, I mean, G4 is not on TV anymore. Spike T, they they actually stopped covering. I think Spike covered E3 for a while, and that oh. was that was garbage. Yeah, Spike coverage was garbage, and then eventually it just it all went up to the cloud. Um, it's just it's, it's not the way it used to be. You don't have Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb running around the convention floor getting into shenanigans anymore. No, all you have is Devolver playing really cringy videos that are staged and have all these different skits that really just seem out of place for what E3 is supposed to be. You might get some coverage from YouTubers playing some games live at E3 or whatever. I'm on the floor of E3 playing the new virtual reality jack-off simulator. (laughs) Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, it's just, that's the way it is now. I wish it wasn't that way, uh, but, it, you know, looking at reality, we we can't go backward. No. We're, we're far too ahead now. Do you think we went too fast? What do you mean? Do you think that we pushed technology way too far, way too fast? I think we should slow down where we're at now and focus on more sustainable options instead of furthering into a more consumptuous society. Yeah, I mean, even in gaming, you look at gaming and every generation of console, which is supposed to be the most affordable, becomes more expensive and needs more higher-powered specialized parts to run modern games. As getting to the point where I mean, we're I mean, we're just gonna straight up have have to have consoles merge with PCs. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna. I think we get maybe one more console generation, and then there's it's... also there's also the very big uh, difference between the skill gap between PC and console, just innately. Yeah. Like the skill ceiling for a PC player is much higher than mm-hmm. the ceiling for a console player. And also, just in nature. Yeah. And and also like the if we if we stop right now, we go we stop at this console generation and we focus on making games. Mhm. Make get innovate inside the software instead of inside the hardware. The current yeah. the PS5 and the Xbox what is it? 1 1 X the series x i believe series x that i i never fucking know because they (laughs) how hard is this (laughs) how hard is it you did xbox one do xbox (laughs) two they don't want to be like playstation is what it is even Uh, though they did it right yeah yeah um it's it's one of those things where like they they're they're so high powered right now that you know software developers could take a breather and leave their games at the current state and then just mm-hmm. develop for a decade two decades we could be playing on these consoles and now yeah. we ha- and they have subscription based services now that can keep the that business and infrastructure afloat as opposed to creating a new console 
every every five ten years. What I want to see is newer games for older consoles, and I don't mean like retro consoles, but you know, like the the key consoles. Yeah, that's the thing. There are people who develop uh, Super Nintendo games and put them on cartridges and stuff. That happens. Well, I I want like N sixty four games or PS two games. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure somebody's doing something like that. I hope so. It's an untapped market. I think. I think there's we're, for that sort of thing we're still in eight and sixteen bit, but that'll definitely change as um, software development becomes easier to use for true. for for the layman. Uh, I mean that's true. Like RPG Maker, primary example right there. Yeah, that's a good. That's you, a very good example you because can, you get things like Magico's Castle. Yeah, you can just make a game. You can just get a game and make it. Yeah. The government doesn't want you to know this, but the <laughs> games are free. You just have to make them. That's true. See, that's what I, I think. I think that's where we're headed is like a more user generated system, which, you know, leads into like the Oasis type thing with Ready Player One. Um, but anyway, we are out of time for this podcast. Yes. Um, we are at the end of this tunnel. Yeah. Um, I just have one more question, and we'll close it off here. So, uh, what's that question? Why is this show called Into the Loop? <laughs>